Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Star Wars Hangout. The best Star Wars Hangout in the galaxy. This is the way. You stay right here. You stay. Don't move. You understand? Hey, Star Wars fans. Welcome back to Star Wars Hangout. I'm your host, Ezra, gold leader of Obi-Wan Kenobi, your friendly space wizard, and current member of the Council of Elders. And friends, we are back with Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 2, The Minds of Mandalore. I have to slow down when I say that because I want to say something different. <laughs> Minds of Man- <laughs> but Minds of Moria just keeps popping uh, to my mind. It's crazy. But uh, So is this a full spoiler discussion? Where we might talk a little bit about Bad Batch. We'll kind of see. But we do have a very special guest today to help me break all of this down. You've heard of the lights side of the force you've heard of the dark side of the force but have you heard of the dork side of the force please welcome meg meg how are you doing i am great that intro was perfect (laughs) i i'm good i'm good um i have now watched the newest episode of the mandalorian twice usually usually i don't do that usually i'm once and i'm good but it was so good i had to watch it twice so twice in one day both yesterday i watched it in the morning and then last night we were like should we watch it again yeah Mm -hmm. let's watch it again and we did and it was even better the second time so i am yeah star wars is great right now and i'm i'm happy i'm great yeah i'm so glad to be here Yes, I'm so glad you were able to come on. This is actually really cool. I've been, I've, you know, what's crazy to me is that for years, I've actually done uh, a couple of different Star Wars podcasts over the years, and it's just, I love podcasts. I'm a little crazy mm-hmm. about it. Um, but I have referenced or or saw your articles and different things over on Dork Side of the Forest, and it's just great. Tons of stuff over there, by the way. Anybody who wants a breakdown of the episode, I think I just, what did I read yesterday? I read your summary. So you do like a quick summary, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think you follow up afterwards and do a review. Is it? Yeah, yeah. We I like to do like a recap. So basically, just like it, it's mainly for like probably your when you're gonna f- most search for it is like the week after when you want to remember like okay here's all the things that happened in the episode. I just go through here's what happens. Here's that. Just like really quick, mm-hmm. like not going into details, but like then they went here and they did this and like kind of like try to joke around a little bit because like it's Star Wars, you know, you gotta have fun. Um, so yeah. that's like the quicker just like remember here's what happened. Here's what you need to know. And then the review is more of like uh us going into our deep dive or in this case, because I'm doing the Mandalorian this season, my deep dive of the the big points that they hit in the episode or like how it made me feel. Um, I'll talk more about that too, because like Grogu just in this episode just owned it in the best way possible. And I was smiling. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, it's like it just pointing out the things that like really just stand out. And uh, I just, I love, I love it. Um, yeah. I love Star Wars. And so like getting to do all these things and even just like breaking down like, oh, here's this random uh, name drop that you might not know about, but Wikipedia does. Here we go. So it's like, yeah. you know, it's it's fun to really get into because watching Star Wars is fun. If you just watch it once and you're good, that's great. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I've somehow made it so that I cannot do that and I have to deep dive everything <laughs> because it's just, I want to know things and I want everyone else right. Who wants to know things to know more things? And so it's fun to just like give people, um, you know, fun facts or things you might need to remember for a 
what might happen in the next episode. I don't know. So yeah. 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 No, I like I like that because there's so many different levels you can go to, right? I mean, you could be on the surface, like I'm just sort of what, like I, my, my sister, my niece just loves Grogo. So it's just we're we're honestly even just skipping scenes just to get to Grogu. And other than that, she don't really care. <laughs> She's got a Grogu T-shirts and backpack and the whole nine yards. So um, but then as, as you get older or as you get more into it or you maybe you find a piece of Star Wars content that you're just like, my God, I love all of this is like really got me now. And you want to go to those levels. You definitely can. And some people I mean, you you know, I'm sure you know this. Like there's so many different little you have Star Wars collecting podcast. You have people who break down just the books. You have people who uh look into i'm trying to think who do like the what the 501st rebel legion all that different stuff Mm -hmm. and they have their their little uh corners i guess of of the galaxy it's just well and you mentioned earlier um as we were talking star wars celebration going there you see all sorts of of Mm -hmm. like it's it's hard to kind of imagine uh like when i when i first went there i was just my i I loved star wars as well and my eyes were opened i could not believe there were this many facets this many subgroups and different things that you could get into and it's just amazing so it is it's like it's amazing to me especially in the podcasting world like how many different because you can come at star wars from every angle like my husband has a star wars podcast that's like he's a historian or he's um has a PhD in American history and so he like will do deep dives on like hey this random Star Wars thing like it's connected somehow to this historical thing that I'm going to tell you about now and it's like it's kind of like a lecture but it's also like Star Wars and it's great so like anyone can take like their real world experience or like the thing that they're just like people have their own like obsessions within Star Wars like some people just like are like go absolutely bonkers for droids and it's like it's all about droids you know it's (laughs) yeah everyone has their thing because star wars is that big and that huge and every it's like when we say star wars is for everyone it's because there is something in star wars that anyone can like or someone who just comes into star wars will find something that they absolutely love even if they don't love everything because there is a lot and you're not going to absolutely fall in love with every piece of it but i feel like everyone has their thing whether it be you love Mandalorians or you love um, yeah. Jawas. I don't know. Maybe that's your thing. It's just right? so cool. <laughs> well, it, it's speaking of that, like the all I, I kind of feel like and we're going to get I'm going to I want to get to some questions about your favorite things in Star Wars and all that good stuff here in a second. But I, I like I was telling um, I was telling my wife that when you when you think about Star Wars, this episode and these these last two episodes, it's so jam-packed with that like just little tiny things like like the Jawas showing up you're like it's just great every time they're there some people might not it just rings Star Wars so well and and like the little little droids or little props or things that show up and you're just like this is all connected it it feels like uh like it just feels so real and it's it's Mm -hmm. I don't know I I absolutely I lose my mind I've been I've watched it uh now my this is my third time watching uh (laughs) I went kind of back through episode one, two, and then as they release, I'll try to do that, you know, one, two, three, and just sort of keep it all all, all fresh as we come out week nice. by week because there's so much in even just the Mandalorian. That's fantastic. You mentioned droids just a second ago, too, and I didn't know, like, as I was getting into Star Wars more, that there was a whole run, a whole animated series in the, I don't know if it was the 80s, or but they did, like, a little cartoon back in the day with droids, and they did, yeah. you know, this whole thing with comics. I was like, what is this? And it was just, <laughs> it was ridiculous, but it was, uh, it was more Star Wars, and it was fun, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Let's actually, let me dive in. So uh, just for, for uh, our listeners here, we want to get to know Meg a little bit. So I always want to ask just some of your favorites, right? So we want to, mm-hmm. so we'll start off with like favorite Star Wars character, then move to like movie, book, and, and all that goodness. So st- a favorite Star Wars character, or, you know, pick one, we just start wherever you want, really, you know. Bo-Katan Kryze <laughs> Okay, <laughs> my favorite Star Wars character. So you somehow picked the perfect episode for me <laughs> to come on. 
<laughs> wow. Wow. I actually see so and like I hope this is okay, but I see I, I love look I said earlier when we started, I love looking at stuff. And um I unfortunately we just moved here and I have no Star Wars stuff behind me, but I will very soon. Uh so that's very unfortunate. But but you have the uh the hel- is that her helmet back there? I it think is. I, it okay. Is. That's so that's so awesome. It's just wild. Um yeah, okay, so that's yeah, we did definitely pick a good episode to to be talking about <laughs> Bo Katan. My goodness. Yeah, okay. So favorite character, Bo Katan, that makes a lot of sense. It's good. Um, and then, well, I think I might be able to guess then uh, actually some of your favorite TV shows later on. But uh, let's go with Star Wars, favorite Star Wars movie. Favorite movie. Revenge of the Sith. Oh, re- re- yeah, Revenge of the Sith hurts me, um, but it's it's my favorite. Um, yeah. It's, it's that like, it's the tragedy of the fall. It's how everything starts out okay and gets progressively worse. But in, like you get to the end and like, I guess... If you were only to watch that movie, you'd be like, oh, this is not great, but it's Star Wars. So you go on to the next one and literally it's hopeful. You know, it's it's not all it's not all terrible. Um, right. And Order 66, that montage makes me cry every time. Um, oh. Why is that? Why does that make it my favorite? I don't know. But it's it's also <laughs> like it was the first Revenge of the Sith was the first Star Wars movie I saw in a theater. Um, It was the first time that I was like old enough and kind of like into the franchise enough to really like appreciate it um yeah. so we went as a family to see it and that was like an experience i'll never forget so all those things combined make to make it my favorite <laughs> yeah yeah i i remember being in the theater with some buddies and we were talking about um gosh it was darth vader's quote where he's talking about uh, what, what the death star can do and how uh the mm-hmm. power of that weapon is insignificant compared to the power of the force and i was like what if <laughs> something <laughs> so epic happened we were just theorizing and talking about what it could be and I remember going in there and just being blown away. I was like Order sixty six, the whole nine yard, the duel, and it was just, it was uh, overload. So that's a good one, absolutely. I, that's great freaking choice. Uh, okay, so we talked a little bit about books. Actually, uh, I know you're into into books, and you have how how read are you in terms of of the uh, Star Wars books? I am caught up with the canon novels at this point. Um, wow, you know, and there's a lot of like it when you get past the novels and go to like the so the adult novels and young adult novels i'm caught up on but then you have like all the middle grade and all the like right the further down you get into the young reader things not quite caught up there's a lot in terms of legends i read a lot but definitely not all of it because there is a lot because legend spans from what 1976 all the way to 20 yeah 12 around there somewhere and so right like, right I, I you know i i've hit a lot of it i've hit probably a lot of the bigger ones heir to the empire you know kenobi the republic commando series but like yeah um yeah there's i still have a lot to go and that's actually like one of my reading goals this year is to um get uh do more legends um because yeah. it's it's fun it's like you know it's it's legends doesn't mean it doesn't matter um they're really great stories, a lot of them. And, um, you know, I read a lot of them when before they were Legends, when they were just the, those were the, real, the yeah. only Star Wars books. And, um, you know, I I want to I want to get to as many of them as I can. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Time is it's hard to make time for reading sometimes. Right. And yeah. will I ever get to all of them? I don't know. But I would like to. The thing is, there are new Star Wars books coming out so often, like pretty much every month um, yep. that who knows? It's it's a lot to keep up with. So. I'm I'm focused on that at the moment, but yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I was going to say there are yeah, there are so many to keep up with that it's it's wild. I actually am behind on the High Republic and everyone I talk to is like what is wrong with you? Why are you behind on that? And I just am. I've read most of the phase 1 stuff and I just haven't really I've I I need to get back after it. Had a lot of moving and stuff to get into, but I I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. And uh definitely need to get back and that's really where I've got to catch up in terms of canon Ooh. reading is right there. Yeah. So well, we'll get there, but um, yeah, I also loved Legends, and and I, again, I anybody who has read every single piece of Star Wars, kind of go oh, bless you. That is a lot of uh, it's so much. <laughs> it's so it's so much. I think Pablo Hidalgo he did like this book. It was like a reader's companion um, to that to, to all those different things, like little tiny summaries. I said, you know what, this is good. I'll just go there through and I'll read. I'll read these <laughs> summaries, and, and so, no, I'm just, I, I do. I actually like that they're re-releasing the. Um, Oh, what is it? The uh, the Essential Legends on audio, like the yeah. audio books are coming out. So uh, I've been making sure I get the full because they were all abridged and you know, yeah. we all want the unabridged stuff. So that's been neat that they're doing that. So do you have a, a favorite, I guess, uh, canon book that you're... Favorite uh, book. That's it, tough, right? Yeah, it, it's hard because like there's like... Or series, I'm not I'm not good at ranking things like just in general because I hate like putting things on top of each other because I love so many things right. <laughs> equally when you get to like the top three they're all about the same but yeah. um really it's i have to go with the star wars book that i've read the most often because i don't reread books too often because again the, who has time for that yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> i i have read the ahsoka novel now three times oh. um have not listened to the audiobook yet and i know every time i say that people get mad at me because it's ashley Eckstein. i know yeah gotta listen i have it right. it's sitting in my library i just have to read it or to listen to it but um right right but yeah it's definitely my favorite especially like the reason i've read it as many times as i have is because i read it and i liked it and then season seven of the clone wars happened and mm -hmm. i was like you know what would be really interesting is now that i've seen that and now that my heart has been broken into a million pieces oh yeah let's read the book again and it's a completely different book now that we have that that piece of Ahsoka story that we did not have before that yeah. season came out. And so it's so good. And it's, you know, it's one of those books where like, it is a little bit less action heavy. It's a little bit more character driven, not everyone's thing. And that's totally valid. Um, yeah. But it is so much work is put into, you know, Ahsoka trying to deal with, you know, the empire is taken over. She can't be a Jedi. She can't do any of the things she used to do. How does she still, make the galaxy a better place and it's it's a really good book highly yeah. recommend if you're listening and you haven't read it yet give it a try listen to the yeah. audiobook it's ashley Eckstein as ahsoka reading mm -hmm. it to you do it yeah yeah absolutely i'm glad yeah that was uh that's a great one that that's great mm -hmm. i that's actually one i still it's on the list of things um i had my wife sort of look through a couple that we wanted to maybe uh try tr try and read or listen to on the way to work and stuff and that that's at the top of the list right there so nice yeah. i like that okay uh what else do we have here oh so I'm just guessing. So I got two more questions for you, and then we're gonna dive into everything here. But your your favorite TV show? So with Bo Katan, it either Clone Wars, Rebels. What? I, which one? I mean, is it? Can you pick a favorite? Is it? Is that a bad idea? I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? If you're out there and you have not watched Star Wars Rebels, I'm telling you right now. Yep. Not only are you missing out, but you need to fix this right now <laughs> um there there were moments in the series where i'm watching i'm sitting there and i'm watching this and i'm like this is this is star wars this is 
some of the best storytelling I've ever seen in my life. Yep. Um, my favorite episode probably of animated television ever, if not all of television that I've ever seen, is Trials of the Dark Saber. Um, which, oh. if you're watching The Mandalorian and you have not seen any of that saga, the Dark Saber and its importance makes a lot more sense <laughs> when mm -hmm. you yeah. understand you know, all the backstory of like, why does this sword mean so much to these people? Um, it's all explained and it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, Rebels is, it's just so, um, it really makes you feel like this is what Star Wars is really about is yeah. why are we making the sacrifices that we're making for the, for the galaxy, for the people that we care about? Like, why does it all matter? And like that, the show kind of like answers that question and it ends as much as we don't like endings. It ends perfectly. It yeah. ends um, knowing that if the story never continued, it would be all right. But apparently, mm -hmm. maybe some threads from the ending of Rebels will continue in other shows. Maybe one that's titled the same thing as a book we've already talked about. I guess we'll yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I am so glad you said that because I tell people all the time, if you haven't, if you haven't seen it, it was the one thing it was it was sort of a must do. Um, I, I said to Lottie, I was like, we have to watch this. We have to finish it. Mm -hmm. And she has since said she is so thankful that she did. Yeah. The tears were flowing. It was like oh my gosh and then and then from there you're like it, 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 this is all making sense when she hears the reference so when she saw and by the way we were i mean we've already mentioned tagged this whole thing full spoilers but when you saw well that was actually last episode the purgle when you mm -hmm. saw the purgle in yep. hyperspace and stuff it's like yep. my god okay like that's making sense like she yeah. could she could then relate and understood what that meant and the significance of that and was just like you know, and so if you haven't uh, seen it and you're just watching Mandalorian and you want some more context for stuff, I totally agree with Meg. That is like definitely something you should go do is watch watch Rebels for sure. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, last question before we dive into everything here. Uh, when, when did you first sort of get into Star Wars? When, when were you? Um, was it was it was it Episode Three or was it um, we reading before then or? So my dad saw Star Wars when it first came out. Uh, wow. In 1977, um, I believe he saw it 11 times. Um, he loved wow. it so much. He just kept going back to watch it over and over. And so he's been a Star Wars fan literally since Star Wars existed. Um, and he loves it. He just, it just mm. like, he'll just put on a Star Wars movie and just like sit there and just have the time of his life. And wow. um, it was kind of like, uh, he did that. He just, he's someone who just loves to watch movies over and over. And so there was always a Star Wars movie on when I was growing up. Um, mm -hmm. And I just, especially when The Phantom Menace came out, my brother was very young. And so what do you do for a very young child? You put on a movie and they watch that movie over and over and over again. That's what <laughs> happened with The Phantom Menace is I have lines from that movie burned into my brain because we watched it so many times. Right. And it was really just like, you know, up until probably early elementary school, it was kind of like, oh yeah, my dad likes Star Wars. I think it's okay. Didn't really like understand it but i was like oh this is kind of cool i've seen it yeah i've seen it a bunch of times um and then i don't i do not remember what prompted me to to do this um and this must have been 2000 2003 maybe um and that that'll make sense in a minute um i was like dad i want to watch all the Star Wars movies. Like I just wanted to experience it like for myself. Like I wanted to take ownership of my fandom. I had no idea what that meant at the time, yeah, but I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm going to do it. So I watched four, five, six, and I was like, cool, I've seen these. And I watched episode one and two, and I was like, I love Star Wars. This is great. And so I go to my dad and I'm like, okay, 
episode three and he said okay but it's not out yet <laughs> so uh-huh because it was not right. 2005 um so i'm like what do you mean the story is not over what do you mean i can't watch more and that's oh, wow. how i ended up getting into the books because he was like okay clearly you have a love of star wars right let's go to the library and find some books because star wars books exist and mm. that's kind of really how it happened for me is like really for some reason in my brain deciding I wanted to and then kind of finding because I love to read just in general and so finding like a way that I can consume Star Wars that was like my thing that I liked um and pretty much ever since it's just been like I love these stories I love um kind of figuring out how to apply the things the themes in these stories to like real world things and I love right just like it, it's a great way to escape and a lot of people use star wars to escape from the real world because it's hard being alive yeah. sometimes yeah, but yeah. also like just being able to be like i understand what this character is going through because of something that's obviously not quite the same as that character but the feelings the emotions are the same and like to be able to like relate to a fictional universe like that is beautiful to me um mm. and so that's why i do all the things that i do that's why i write the articles that's why I do the podcasting because like I just love this world and I'm so glad that like like I was thinking about this the other day it's like there was a time when the gaps between new Star Wars for the most part especially like on the big screen were huge like yeah decades um and now that's not the case anymore it may never be again because even though we haven't had a movie since 2019 right tv show tv show uh, mm-hmm. books all these things it is constant and like to be a star wars fan right now and to be experiencing this kind of level of we will never run out of star wars to consume it makes me very excited i'm getting very yeah. excited right now i'm trying to yeah. calm down but <laughs> it's great isn't it amazing it's, it is amazing it i, I i'm 100 with you on that like some people, I, I do hear them like, oh, is this too much? I'm like, guys, what are you talking about? Is this too <laughs> Never much? Never too much. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I, I, I love it. I mean, I, I consume it on the way to work, on the way home from work, when I'm mowing my yard, all that different stuff. It is just something I, I, I love it. I, it it's my, mm-hmm. so I grew up on it and and a lot like you, I had, I had uh, you know, my mom introduced me to it and then I had cousins and stuff. It just... It, I don't know. It's just such a great feeling. And then going to Star Wars Celebration is... How, how many times have you been to Star Wars Celebration? Have you, you went the last time, right? To uh... Yeah. I went last year um, to Anaheim and and the year before in Chicago. Um, I was really lucky to... I still lived near Chicago at that point. So like I was just able to drive there. Um, oh, nice. And yeah. yeah. And so 20... What was that? 2019 was my first celebration yeah. and like i'll never forget like it just happened that we were like coming up the escalator and the main theme was just blasting and i was like i'm with my people <laughs> yeah yeah that's so awesome yeah that was i was at that one as well and it was so cool they had the mural up there and it was it yeah. was just as wild so yeah that's, that's that's awesome okay um great so now we've gotten to know you a bit um and also by the way because I, I just realized i was clicking around here so yeah you uh, you have you have a couple Star Wars podcasts that you run, right? Or I think you even have. Um, what are the podcasts that you that you do? By the way, before we dive into everything here, so I have a Star Wars books podcast called Now This Is Lit. Um, yes, <laughs> that's I just looked it up. Yes, yeah, um, we we just I just talk about Star Wars books, and I have people on, and we talk about Star Wars books, and I have authors on sometimes, and we talk about Star Wars books. Um, that's I lit. just 
it is it is uh <laughs> hence the title um it's just i needed like an outlet to like just have because on dork side we do book things but we do lots of other things too and some and right. i just needed this outlet where it was just like i want to talk about this book or i want to um you know talk about this author and it's it's so fun just to be able to have a space to do that because it's like the one thing i feel like i know a lot about um and yeah, sometimes you yeah. just want to like make things about the thing that you really know um and so that's right. what i'm doing there and then um i I've, I've done other podcasts in the past that are they may come back maybe not who knows yeah, um yeah but also currently um i just started another podcast with my husband it is a star wars podcast it is also a taylor swift podcast it's called space swifties and what we do we just released the first episode last week so we're, we're getting started oh, okay. we're going but it is looking at the stories of Star Wars through the music of Taylor Swift. You would not believe, if you really, really look hard enough, how much her lyrics are, like, relatable to Star Wars. <laughs> um, That's so amazing. It is very fun. It is very, very casual and kind of silly because, like, that's just who we are. Um, so if you like... Yeah. Uh, Star Wars and Taylor Swift, or just one of those two things. Um, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you also like yeah. Star Wars. But <laughs> um, so that's super fun. Uh, yeah, I just I love talking about Star Wars, um, and that, so that's yeah. what I do. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And so I I thought I saw one of your your tweets where you had just mentioned that that the new one that you started. And I have a good friend, um, Megan, who's a co-host on Swish and Flick, and she they she is an absolute diehard uh, Swifty, and yes. she's also you know. Kind of like a more casual uh, Star Wars fans just, you know, watches it and, and when it's on, you know, it just enjoys it. So I will definitely be recommending that to her. And uh, I think that would be really, 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 really cool. And I love I love Taylor Swift's music. She's she's great. I've, I've actually met her. Um, what? Which was, no. Yeah, I had to drop that on you since you said I'm sorry. I had, <laughs> so I went to I ironically went to a, a tea party at one point and uh, totally met her. Got a hug, got her oh, autograph, the whole nine yards. Wow. It was crazy. So (laughs) that was 2010 or 11. I think it was. um, Wow. Yeah. Crazy, 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 crazy. Yeah, I was in Columbus, Ohio. But uh, anyway, okay. okay. (laughs) Who would have thought we were going to be bringing up Taylor Swift on this on this episode? I love it. This is what happens when I come on to podcasts. I just like everything just becomes chaos. I love it. It's great. I, I honestly, this is this is so much fun. Um, okay, so and actually, that's crazy. We had that much fun just talking about all, all of those different things, and we're we haven't even got to the episode yet. So <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna now dive into into um, the second episode here of of Mandalorian. I'm gonna tell you. So the first one, I was absolutely loving it, and this one hit on a different level. It was mm. just there's a lot of different emotions and different things that I'm feeling. I, w- I even want to kind of predict and ask you what you think you, you know might be happening moving forward. But how did you feel? Uh, just your initial thoughts and reactions, uh, your, your your first watch, second watch, whatever, yeah. I We finished the episode the first time, and I really just sat there for a minute, and I was like, this is not going where I thought it would go. And that's like a positive thing for me. Um, yeah. I really thought that, like, as soon as he got that first side quest in the first episode where he's like, I'll go find a droid part. I was like, right. okay, so it's going to take us a while to get to Mandalore, right? Like, we might be a lot of the season tr- going back and forth before he actually gets there. And I was like, you know, maybe they'll make that work and it'll be okay. Here we are. <laughs> Second episode. Not only are we on Mandalore, but things are happening. <laughs> right. Um, I was amazed. Um, I was like, I... 
I immediately wanted to watch it again, which is not always the case because sometimes you watch The Mandalorian or whatever it may be and you're like, oh, that was a lot. I need to take it in. I'm sitting here like, I love Bo-Katan. I love Mandalorian lore. I love giant creatures in Star Wars being menacing. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I just, I was, I, I couldn't believe that in episode two of the season, this is what we got. And so now I'm like, and I'll, I'll try my best to actually predict things when we get there. But like, I'm like, I don't, there's a whole season left. There's like a whole rest of the yeah. season. Where are we going? What are we doing? But that's a good thing because I don't always like to know, you know? <laughs> right, right. No, for sure. For sure. And I think that is going to be difficult. It's sort of like, this could go anywhere. I have no clue where this is going to go either. And and that's what's so fascinating because I thought we did. You never know what the trailer is going to give you. And I think you'd mentioned yeah. this earlier is that a sit or maybe this was your review that I had read um, where you kind of said, it seems like that we've seen almost everything right from the yeah. trailer, like in episode one and two. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. I think there might be like one or two like really quick things that we haven't seen yet. But like in terms of like, pretty much knowing like some of the char- some of the main characters or like the main things we're going to hit like i think in like yeah i think we're pretty much there and so like we're pretty much left with we don't know we have no mm-hmm. idea which right. makes me wonder like because the last the first two seasons the first two like finales well f- of course the first episode they drop grogu baby yoda at the mm-hmm. end of the first episode um and then the end of season 1 was oh the dark saber's back which Right. That was a moment for me. Um, mm-hmm. And then end of season two, Luke shows up. So like, it makes yeah. me wonder, like, what are you not telling me? Mm-hmm. What am I not prepared for? And I'm not someone who needs like a legacy character to show up all the time. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. oh, I recognize that character. I don't always need that. But like the fact that like, we really have not been given anything else beyond this. Yeah. Um, they have something planned. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I love that. I love I, that they're doing yeah. that. Um, I really, I really do. <laughs> Me too, because like sometimes things can be so predictable, and and I, I think Mark Mark Hamill often said he he didn't like trailers because he, he wanted the the appropriate trailer because they they sometimes can spoil so much and they give away right. so many big moments right. and you're like oh my gosh you know I already know what's going to happen and and he really enjoys the the, the surprise and keeping the secret. And he yeah. often talks talks about the secret he had to keep and how monumental that was in in episode right. five uh, or in Empire. And so it's like. This this is to me, um, it's it's just great because as you say, we have mm-hmm. no idea where we're gonna go, you know, fr- from here. And no. so, yeah. So let's let's think here though. As as like you're right, I thought for a second we would be on that side quest to start this thing yeah. off, and we'd be finding <laughs> that droid part. And then R five is just sort of like, well, actually, Pelly Pelly essentially like you're going. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're, you're you're going. He was sort of like, hold on, I'm going where? What what am I doing? I was ready for his his motivator to kick out and him just yeah. to be like, sorry, can't go. <laughs> like, yeah. but uh, that never happened. Um, so yeah. W- by the way, do, do you enjoy? So every time I, for me, every time Peli Motto is on, I just chuckle. Laugh. I think she's such mm-hmm. a great go back yes. to kind of character. Yes. So yes, I, yeah. I I love that. Uh, Din is like. I have someone to go back to. You know, it's almost like he has a friend. You know, I don't know if yeah. he would ever say that he has friends, but like if he did, she would be one of them. And like I love that she's not in the Mandalorian like constantly, but like when we do get her, when we do go back to her, she's like great, and she just like mm-hmm. owns the scene, every scene she's in. And um, 
I, I love to laugh in my Star Wars. And like the Mandalorian has its moments where like you're definitely not laughing because you're either terrified or you're sad or whatever it might be. But like I do love a good laugh and like her whole like I'm not scamming you, but I totally am. It just, yeah, <laughs> just brought yeah. me so much joy. Um I, I do like I do hope that we get plenty more of her. Um, however that ends up being uh because she's great. Always. She's so good. Yeah, and, and she's so good. And I remember when when I first saw R five with her, I was like this is awesome. This is this is yeah. so. See, it doesn't have to be like you say, like the the big um, uh, major legacy character or something mm. totally crazy. That's just a little tiny thing. And if you needed yeah. a droid companion, anyways, why not have R five? He's there, yeah. and it just made a lot of sense. And it was it was really cool. So yeah, yeah. the the her and the the Jawas, by the way. I, I've never <laughs> Jawas were always like you know they show up for a little bit and they're they're they get R two in the beginning and and everything and you're like what are they who are they what do they do how do they speak and then they've just taken it and they've I don't know every time I see them at celebration too I see little kids dressed up as Jawas and they do the little voice thing it's just so great and there there's yeah. so much um, comedy going on there that I, yeah. I I don't know it uh, it's a great way to start the episode because the episode definitely shifts in terms of like emotion and feel because you're like yeah. okay we got R five. And now we're really doing this. I was sitting there going like, we're, we're actually go now? No. I thought this was going to happen later. <laughs> right, right. Like we're going right now. And so that I think was really what took me back. I was a little nervous. Like, uh, are we ready with R5? R5 doesn't seem yeah. like he's up to the task. Like, right. but, but, but off we, off we go. And now, and then again, let me, let me look back here. So then we, we take off from there and we get, um, we go and we see Bo-Katan first, right? Is that, or oh, do we, who do we? Do they go straight there? They do they go straight go, there. He's kind of like there. pointing out like, oh, yeah, Bo-Katan's oh, over there. That's just right. Just in case you may need to know. But like, um, and I love that. I love how like Grogu has become like, the audience needs something explained to them, but it's not going to be weird because Grogu needs to know. Um, I love that. <laughs> that was great. Actually, when they explained, when um explaining the system of Mandalore and this yeah. is Mandalore, but yeah. here are the other planets and moons. I was like, that's really smart, actually, because yeah. that might be confusing some people. And, and it, right. for example, for my wife, it very, uh, was a really good explanation and we had a good conversation about it and i was like yeah there you go we, we understand uh a little bit more about where we're at and why bo katan is where she is and not down on mandalore or whatever okay. and, and all that good stuff so that was that was really cool so yeah they do yeah they, they go they get straight there and um and checking the atmosphere and pressurizing your helmet and getting out grogu uh, so the teachable moments right it's when mm -hmm. he's getting taught by by din that it's it just feels like um I don't know. It feels like that's dad sitting there pointing at the at the console and telling you this is where things are. And that just feels super relatable. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, um, every it really does. Was, yeah. yeah. And like the fact that like Grogu is so invested. He's like, my dad is telling me something important. Like I am a child. I get distracted easily. But dad is talking. He's, right. he's teaching me Mandalorian stuff. I'm going to listen. I love and, it, you know, it. it's good that he did um, do that. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, that was yeah. definitely necessary on the way out of here. Mm -hmm. And so what did you think, I guess, about the whole when we get down there, we finally we break through the the, the cloud cover and mm -hmm. you got storms, lightning, all that kind of stuff is going on. And then when we first get down there and you see it, because it's a different feeling, I think, for people who have seen who know what Mandalore used to look like. Right. And even when we're walking through the city and they talk about being like it looks like it's centuries centuries ago like it's been destroyed mm -hmm. for centuries but yet it wasn't that long ago when it was yeah. thriving and, and this is a major destruction like fusion bombs yeah. and stuff so yeah. i guess how did you feel when you first uh when we when we get right down to mandalore and we see the destruction oh, they they did such a good job with like really showing like how extensive that destruction was and like you know there's all there's been all this talk of like oh it's not 
inhabitable anymore and it's you know it's been destroyed like they were not exaggerating like the devastation is like and just how quiet it is because of when we've seen mandalore in the past you know there's there's always things happening there's crowds there's people everywhere and it's just like there's nothing mm-hmm. um and i just like man like there are moments in this happened this week in the bad batch too where like you're watching a star wars thing and something happens and you're like I know that the Empire is bad, but I really, really hate them right now. And that was one of those moments for me because I'm like, they did that. They like did. They, they did not have to do that. And they did. They just destroyed all of it. Yeah. And, you know, that's why the Mandalorians are scattered all over the place is because the place where so many of them called home or where they can all trace their lineage back to is right. gone. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's it's yeah. wild. I thought I thought so too. Like when they're when he's going to the city center and he's trying to find um, the mines, the way in which mm-hmm. they have to go in there, everything is fused. Even the path that you would get into that, it's just all um, yeah. distorted, and you you've got uh, you can see that how 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 far reaching I guess that like the the destruction is. We can't yeah. even get close to it, and and we as as we go into it, it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And there was the great shot as we came in. We saw sort of the dome and we saw the whole, I mean, just nothing. Everything looked like it was mm-hmm. just wrecked. So yeah. you get, I guess, and that was good because, I mean, it's good that they showed us that because it, it makes sense as to why they can't go back. It's like, yeah. this is real. This is real serious. Because sometimes yeah. you, you would see it and you're like, all right, come on, guys. Can't we, can't we like, you know, put this back together? But it's so uh, yeah. utterly destroyed that yeah. it doesn't feel like there's, it would take a great effort for them to go back and reclaim it. And uh, yeah. And do that, which who knows? They may at some point, but um, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you know, hoping so. But, but yeah, yeah it was it was, um, yeah. That that for me was was striking. It's it's dark. It's gloomy. We went from good comedy in the beginning to all of a sudden, uh, this is real. And then I thought, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's gonna be able to complete this quest. This whole he's going. I actually thought that Din's going here, realizing, okay, Bo-Katan is right. She's yeah. right. She's right. I probably need to start leaning into and listening. Uh, more to what she's saying, and then the end just surprised me when he gets to the <laughs> when it actually gets there. It's like, oh boy! But okay, let's talk about this. The the the, the surprise. I don't I don't remember what they're called, but the the guys who jump down Alamite or mm-hmm. Alamites or something like that. Um, I think so. Did you write it in yeah. here? Yeah, yeah. I think it's in. Uh, it's just whether I'm saying it right or not. Um, yeah, I, I think that's how it's pronounced. Maybe. Yeah. You know, yeah. people in Star Wars sometimes pronounce things differently. Huh? Absolutely. You never know. <laughs> Absolutely, they do. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, those things jump out. They're kind of scary. And then, I mean, we, I did not think that you, you knew it would be dangerous, but I guess I was thinking about atmosphere, poison, yeah. um, something left over. I didn't think there'd be some weird droid thing oh, there that was going to yeah. capture him. What yeah. was that? I mean, that was. I, what is that? <laughs> I yeah. at first I was like, is this like Grievous or like a Grievous clone? Like, what is this? Right. I, I still can't figure out what it is. I don't think anybody knows. But right. it's scary. And yeah. like, it's not like Star Wars has its moments where it's scary. But I was genuinely like, is he gonna be okay? Like, is he gonna get out of this? Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know, I know. Man. Well, something funny that was good. So I thought it almost looks like he's over um, a flame, like a roaster, like he's being roasted, and it reminded <laughs> me of like the Ewoks, like just roasting their meal, you know, getting ready, like Luke and Han are out there, you know. I was like, oh, we're in, we're in trouble now. Oh, um, and then you know the what's the? It's like the little creature in Episode Four. It's in the it's is a Dianoga or something. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. uh, right and it, yeah. that little eye. 
yeah. that was kept popping up. I was like, is that like it just reminded yeah. me of something like that. But then also Grievous, I thought, okay, this thing came out of a machine. The breathing yeah. sounded like Grievous, uh, yeah. which which was weird. But yeah. Uh, yeah, scary. Yeah, and like also like it doesn't seem like it would have been something that was just on Mandalore before. So like, where did it come from? I really, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I have so many questions. <laughs> well, I, I kind of want, yeah, is there like another group that is yeah. there waiting? Because there's tons of helmets there. And there's t- yeah. maybe there was just a group of them there or whatever. But it, it made me think this is a path other people have taken since to try to see if there's mm. anything to salvage. And they've gone back to sacred spots there. And, and this was mm-hmm. the path to one of them, possibly. We don't know if them was necessarily on the right path. But but still, um, it yeah, this thing is there taking them out. It was waiting so long. Yeah. So I don't know. That was that was definitely uh, worrisome. Now, yep. I mean, how about this though? Because our boy gets uh, so he he just he, he hides for a second. That was the smart move, mm-hmm. and he's the, the the expressions and all the little cooing and noises and all the mm-hmm. stuff that Grogu does. Fan. Fantastic. I cannot mm-hmm. wait to see like my niece's reaction to this because she's going to just Aww. think it's, you know, so adorable. But he is like, that's his dad. He's worried. He's ducking around looking at what, like, what do I do? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Um, the flips, by the way, are great. They are, they're definitely yes. playing up the whole, you know, he definitely trained with Luke for a little bit. Yes. So, I love uh, it. He goes up there. I thought he was going to be able to get him out. I thought, okay, this would be going to, this is going to be a fight. And this is mm-hmm. sort of a little bit of a moment, but it makes total sense. We want what's going to bring Bo Katan here. Mm-hmm. We, we need, yeah. we needed her here for a reason to see this, to see it. Um, two different factions, two different beliefs or whatever in terms of the way, you know, do, do we follow the way? Do we follow the ancient way? What's what's the right. whole whole deal? But um, I thought it was great that he was sneaking up there trying to use the force. Doesn't yeah. quite work. I do feel like, though, do you do, do you feel like if if maybe his life was in immediate, de- like if he absolutely, something bad was going to happen and like the sword's coming down on, mm-hmm. on dad, all of a sudden something takes over and he the, the force would have been there to just knock whoever that was out. I think so. I think it was if it was a much more like if I don't do something right now, it's over probably. Right. Um. Yeah. But this yeah. is not that moment. Um, it's not. Nope. 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then now, okay, let's just get into your favorite character then. Let's let's talk about this because we we go back and she is in um she is so in the, in the first episode and then in then this one just mm-hmm. sitting there in the throne. Yep. Just doing her thing, contemplating life and all this all this different stuff. Uh there is a Oh my gosh, there's on TikTok there's an individual called like I think it's Discount Bo-Katan or something who did a really great uh short and just like an interpretation of what it was like uh as if she was like somewhere else but then she <laughs> finds out someone's coming and they're showing up it's like oh my god I have to go get ready and get on the throne and put my leg up and look really cool and just re- you know really awesome. So I thought that was kind of funny. But yeah, cuz she's there in this in this just she just looks epic. Absolutely epic. Um Katie Sackhoff is amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. Just does a great yeah. job. So thoughts on just seeing her in, in her um, element, I guess. So good. Um, I mean, I personally have waited for this <laughs> for so long. Yeah. Um, and it was it was I, I struggled a little bit with the very ending of episode one because it's literally like he the last thing he does is he goes to Bo-Katan and she's like she literally says goodbye like and that's it and i was like yeah. but you're a series regular now i don't understand why you know what does this mean um mm-hmm. and it, it was a great way um how this turned out um grogu doing his thing like i was so proud of him like normally I, you know he's great um i'm not like the biggest fan but um this episode made me care it made me feel things um but I, I loved that, you know, she was just so inconvenienced by the ship showing up again. And she's like, I got to get rid of this guy. Right. Um, but the moment she's like, one of my fellow Mandalorians needs help. She just yeah. snaps into action. It's amazing. Like to have to carry so much um, grief from all that she's been through. And like she knows she's going to have to go back to Mandalore and she does not want to do that. But like th- it absolutely takes over her just knowing that the right thing to do is to go help him. Um, mm-hmm. Despite the fact that she's like, I, I don't want to deal with this guy. Um, and that's just yeah. a great, like, because it's a great reminder that her character, like she's struggled with so many things and she's been depicted, uh, you know, as an antagonist in some cases. Um, right. But she's not that she's just a, per- a Mandalorian who's just been through a lot, but like at the end of the day, she will go and do what she has to do because it's the right thing to do. And yeah, I love yeah. that. I love it. Yeah, I, I think it was at the end of season or uh, episode one, or maybe maybe. It's, but she talks about the sword and and it, you mm-hmm. wave that thing around, and they'll and they'll yeah. follow you. Like just mm-hmm. essentially, it's like she like there's there's a bitterness there for not really seeing and understanding what makes a true leader. I guess like mm-hmm. they, it's I don't know, yeah. because she is she 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 would be someone that they could rally around and that yeah. that would lead them. But because of right. how you acquired something or. Or the circumstances, just by chance, somebody else happens to get that duel with Gideon, or or whatever it might be. She could have done it. She could she could have won it. But like, and she's a better leader. But just because, I don't know, chance grants it to to Din. It just feels. It felt like yeah. she really understood her people more and and what they were looking for, but yeah. also what it takes to be a leader. And if that's why we're gonna just pick the leader because of us, I don't know. She felt. How how, how, how do you feel about that? I guess since you're you know, really locked into to, to Bo-Katan. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's been their leader before. And the only right. reason that she stopped doing that because the Empire was like, no, ma'am. Um, right. Because they're awful and we don't like them. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so she, she knows 
she's been there. She knows like what it takes and she knows what the people need. And like to see like, you know, she knows what the meaning of the Darksaber is. She knows its legacy. She knows all of that. Um, right. And, and, you know, she's she's had it before and she lost that, too. And we still don't know exactly how that happened, but I'm sure we'll get there. Um, yeah. But mm -hmm. so she knows all of this. And but now she's kind of on the other side of it where she's seeing, oh, my people were never loyal to me. They were loyal yeah. to the holder of this weapon that symbolizes all these things. And as soon as she didn't have it anymore, it was like, oh, like, did anything I did for them ever matter? Uh, um, and that, yeah. that's got to hurt a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, her sitting in that throne being sad, like, it's justified. Because yeah. how would you feel if you thought that you were this leader that everyone looked up to when it's possible that the entire time that was never the case? Um, yeah. Because you didn't have the shiny sword. Um, I love the Darksaber, but it's also, like... It's a bad thing sometimes. If, if it's in the wrong hands and being used for the wrong reasons, it's not good. And, mm -hmm. you know, to think that if someone doesn't have it, then they're just not worth um, worth following. That's just, it's heartbreaking. Right. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so she's really, she sees him and she sees, like, how much he doesn't know and, like, how much he's, he's never been involved in this. He doesn't know really what he's doing. And it's like she she wants to believe that he can do it but also she's like but he can't um mm -hmm. he, he does he doesn't have the experience that i do and so her bitterness is really just like can you actually do this like go, go figure it out and so she right. sends him off and that's what he does but there you know then there's that moment where she realizes like he can't get to a point where he's going to be able to be a leader if that's where we're heading if right. if he doesn't have help from mandalorians like if she if she's seen what it what it's like when other Mandalorians are not actually loyal to you. She's not going to turn around and do the same thing. And so right, when she it's... know when she figures out, you know, oh, he needs me. She's going to go because she's like, I'm not going to be like them. Um, she's learning. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I I know. I love that. That was really well said because yeah, that is that it kind of encapsulates what she's dealing with and and what she is. Um, yeah, that she's willing to go and still and still help him out. This is a completely as she as she says in in the last season like this is a this is a cult I and mean, this is some re religious mm -hmm. cult like this craziness that's going on her people are fractured and uh like 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 divided and mm -hmm. she wants them whole she wants them back together and so just yeah. to see all this going on i think for me what what, what really got me um this this connection between her and din she goes back she she rescues him and and and, so, and whatnot but when they're walking through and she's explaining, well, first of all, she's explaining to Grogu, like, I've seen other Jedi. You know, that was pretty cool. She, she mentions that. She's she's yeah. talking and, and there's a really good, um, good back and forth there. And then when she's talking to Din, she's talking about being royalty and talking about, mm -hmm. you know, going down and doing the ceremony for her father and all these different things that she did. And mm -hmm. she mentions her father and she says that he died defending Mandalore. And he mm -hmm. full on stops for a second, looks and has a moment and says, this is the way. Like respect mm -hmm. and honor. And it's yeah. almost like she's I, I, I felt like she kind of was like taken back like, wow, there's there is something there. There's an energy. There's there's a little bit of misunderstanding, maybe. And, mm -hmm. you know, this guy doesn't even understand that I once ruled and my family was the ruling family and that we, mm -hmm. you know, we're the royal family. And to say we're not Mandalorian is so crazy. You, who are you to right. say that? You have no idea. Right. right. Um, but she sees how devoted he is and how and how much he believes in this way and there's almost something that is intriguing and sort of like wow 
I just went down and, and I call it get, you know, baptized, whatever you go down in there right. and in, into <laughs> right. the waters. I mean, right. and, and she did the ceremony for dad and everything and was a good Mandalorian and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But then she's looking at it going, okay, you know, this is, there's something going on here that if he could be molded or if he could, he, he needs more, he needs more context and more learning. Cause Din to me seems like the child in her eyes a little bit because mm-hmm. he doesn't really know all like, like a whole lot. Yeah. He has a very limited view on, on Mandalore. Yeah. So yeah, and I loved that moment where he says that to her in the in the way that he does. Um, because like the first time that they met, you know, he she kind of says like this is the way back to him, like kind of mocking him because she's like, oh, you don't, you know, you're from this cult, you don't actually know yeah. how this works. And she hears him say that to her, and she realizes like, oh, like that's what it means. That's what that yeah. freight means to him. Um, it's you know it can mean a lot of different things but he, in that moment she's like oh he's showing me support like he feels sorry mm-hmm. about it he doesn't know yep. really how else to express that but like he's leaning on like what he knows and how to like communicate like i am sorry that that happened to you and i love that moment um yeah they, yeah. they really connect really well then um because even you know as the rest of the episode goes on like she doesn't quite still like understand why he's so focused on following through this but she respects it she doesn't tell him like oh you shouldn't do this she does she's not like oh you know like i i still don't get it but she's she's like i'm not sure i don't understand i've not i don't see things the way that you do but i'm gonna let you do your thing um yeah i love it yeah yeah it, it, it was it was really good i was um she was just she was concerned for him. He is a Mandalorian, and and like you said, those are all her people. She does seem someone who 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 is like interested in the well being of everyone, and mm-hmm. and trying to get yeah. past all of this, um, the the, the different um, groups and and the infighting and all that kind of stuff. She wants to grow beyond that because it's really keeping her people down, and it's what the Empire wants, and it's what they did to sort of um, yeah, just just keep them weak, and then they went in yeah. and psh, boom. Um, yeah. uh, you know, annihilated uh, their their planet. So, yeah, that is a powerful moment. I'm kind of wondering too, just like where she go. You know, we talked about like predictions and stuff. I'm like, where does mm-hmm. she go from now? Like, like, like when when she, because yeah. she goes in there, she sees him do the whole thing. Um, he goes into the waters. He gets taken by. Did he get taken by the mythosaur? Is that what pulled him down? I'm guessing, right? Like, I I'm assuming so because I I saw some people were like, was it his armor? And I'm like, but he was he was okay for a minute. So I'm yeah. I think he got pulled under um, right right but then like he's got all the beskar on and so like there's there's no hope i mean he took his jetpack off for some reason so like there's that but yeah, yeah i'm assuming that's what that was um and i i hated to laugh in that moment but um but i had this moment where i was like he was so close he was reciting the thing he was almost there yeah, yeah. still couldn't quite get there <laughs> right right it reminded me of the first episode when the the kid is out in the waters and is like trying to recite the whole thing and then is interrupted yeah. by the oh, massive oh, crocodile or whatever oh, yeah man. it's like geez what is going on uh, hopefully they went back and finished that ceremony for that kid i guess i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but uh but yeah he he definitely it definitely is, is is interrupted there that was crazy that they went that far and showed us the mythosaur and, and everything wow. down there because she again thought that's ah, legend it's not really real or whatever but the dist- something underneath there mm. maybe they blocked it off in the past and that wasn't open to that depth mm-hmm. or something but right. because of the destruction it is now 
cracked and open and you can yeah. be sucked down in there that was that was scary i am like yeah. not a fan of water i am sort of like yeah. no i want to be on dry land and <laughs> that made me go i'm never getting in a pond or lake <laughs> ever again because yeah it was just yeah anyway so crazy um okay so other things here just as as we're kind of um you know getting towards the end uh, end of this episode i felt like there was do do you think she is going to like she still has respect for him she still has like like they they get out um but where i mean what is she gonna is she gonna i guess carry like continue on with him is is his quest over like because that was the whole thing he goes on these big season-long quest to return Mm -hmm. grogu to his to the jedi right and -hmm. then now it's like we had this bit in, in book of boba fett where all right he's he's an apostate he's gotta go uh get baptized and whatnot and so now mm-hmm. he's done that essentially whether he finished you know i mean i think did he get to the very end of what he was supposed to say what? i don't think so which is okay, which i'm so, like <laughs> maybe he'll go back it. and finish okay. after that i don't know yeah i think i would he, hey, he has a witness too i mean he's got a witness that he right, went right, that right, he right. at least tried it or whatever so i guess is she going to go with him are they going to go back to her place maybe and have like a a chat about about mm. all of this because what, like, what's your general idea of where this all could maybe go? Well, I know that's hard. I, I'm sorry. I really <laughs> thought that it would take them longer to get there, and yeah. so like they're there. They've now, you know, realized this huge thing, like literally huge, <laughs> figuratively yeah. huge thing. And so you know, the episode ends, and they're like, kind of trying to process what just happened. My whole thing about like the show being called The Mandalorian is so much of the show and what they're working toward has to be like discovering what it means to be a Mandalorian. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and that can apply to Din, that can apply to Bo-Katan or the armor or whatever is going on with her, who knows, um, or any of them. And so now it's like, okay, so now they have, they both have a lot of things still to question. Um, A lot of things that they thought were true about what they were told about their history maybe is not quite what they thought it was where they go from here like i feel like i I don't know and i love that but also i'm like where what what's the what's the quest now um because there's always been one there's always been somewhere they have to go or some someone they have to protect or something they have to do um so i'm wondering now if if somehow because this is really the only thing i can think of and it's probably not going to go this way but is now their quest going to be like what else can we learn about the past of mandalore like they're already on mandalore but so much of it is destroyed or they can't maybe go to certain places like are there other mandalorians they can go to to learn things or yeah yeah you know like that's the only thing like because what what else are they gonna do now <laughs> well and, and so what i was yeah I, I was wondering just get your thoughts on this because yeah. again any direction who knows but they yeah I'm, I'm thinking. So they, the the armorer keeps saying it's poison, it's cursed planet, can't go there. And he's like, Bo-Katan said you can, but it's also just it's <laughs> it's it's just it's just completely destroyed. Um, but you you could technically go there because he says she was right. But you know, Bo-Katan was right. Take this back to the armorer, and the armorer is sort of like, okay, so you went there, you did the thing. Uh, maybe 
because I feel like once he he wants to get back to her at some point, mm-hmm. maybe they do do a little bit more on Mandalore. Clearly, we have to have some follow up conversation. They just they just right, land right, out right. of the water and they're yeah. just they're just there. Uh, so hopefully, we do explore more. We go back to her castle and we can kind of chat. But then he's gonna have to go back and report back into the armor. Maybe mm-hmm. she's building their 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 group because. Clearly, there were more people recruited. Yeah. Uh, they had a foundling out there that they were doing the ceremony for. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering if she's not going to say, if that's the case, then this their small group needs to go back and make mm-hmm. a claim or try to figure out a way to cut out a, a, a something to stay. And I don't know if that's going to sit well with Bo-Katan. Are you guys going to mm-hmm. go do your thing? Because didn't she mention the fleet? She said there was some, there, like her group yeah. was out there. Uh, with their ships and, and and the fleet, so they had amassed an, an army. I'm just mm-hmm. feeling like there's going to be a war between these two factions, and oh, you've got this man. bond between Bo and Din. That would suck to have a Mand- so Mandalorian civil war break out, right? Yeah. And, and they're close. They've saved each other and mm-hmm. have been there for each other. And they would have to be maybe bring them together. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um how 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 far are they going to take that? Because like you said, it's explo- the show is called The Mandalorian, and so yeah. we're following you know Din. We're following the man the ancient way of, the, of Mandalore, uh, this this way of the warrior kind of thing. And is there a way for two sides to kind of come together? I was making the joke with my wife. We were talking about like they never take their helmets off or whatever. I'm just sort of like I don't know. If I I like I like Bo-Katan taking her helmet off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, right. I I, I <laughs> so like why <laughs> you know and also yeah. like. Never. I mean, how does that whole thing work? That one just seems so extreme to me. It's just yeah. so extreme that it's like, come on, there's right. got to be like a, a, a under these certain circumstances. I mean, obviously when you're in private and all that kind of stuff, you know. But right. it just, I don't know. Is there a way for them to 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 come together? These bring these two factions together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you heard the armor theory? I the... have heard a couple but which would give me one give it to me the one um where i i don't know how i feel i i'm processing it but the armor is the third kree sister so the armor technically yeah the theory is that she's bokatan or related to bokatan somehow and so that would make it really interesting if there were two sides to this sort of civil war where oh um my yeah yeah that It it would be that would be really cool i mean i don't know if they're going to go there, it still could be as effective if not because there's still like these two sides and clearly the armor is trying to control some kind of narrative because all the rules they have are extreme. Like you take your helmet off once and you're not a Mandalorian anymore. Like that seems like right. a little much. Like what if you have to take it off in an emergency, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What yeah. if something happens? Um, So like right. it would still be really interesting to see like these – I don't know where Din fits in, but if it's the the armor and Bo-Katan kind of really going um, helmet to helmet here, like they mm-hmm. clearly do not believe the same things. And like if someone is trying to take claim of Mandalore, eventually Din or someone maybe will have to be the one to kind of come between them and be like, hey, I have the Darksaber. You have right. to listen to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which would be really cool. Uh, so, yeah. so- I, I'm so glad that you mentioned because it's been a long time since I, I it was coming out of like end of season two and people were, you know, we have tons of time to speculate and people are talking mm. about stuff. And I remember that that being brought up and I was like, oh, my God, hold on a second. So what, what's his name? Corky, Corky mm-hmm. Kreese or whatever <laughs> is yes. like the is the is the nephew mm-hmm. of who. Right. So if it's not yeah. Bo-Katan uh, yeah. was was there someone else? Is there this other mm-hmm. other sister that 
was absent or just or just wasn't referenced or, or wasn't mentioned. We just off screen mm. we didn't see and was more working with um with his aunt. So who is that, right? And is that yeah. the armor? That's the best. That's the best one I've, I've heard because yeah. I've you know you've heard like Rook Rook cast or whoever and, mm-hmm. and other people put forward, yeah. but I'm like ah, it's kind of weak. You know, I don't know. That's, yeah, is that what yeah. they're gonna do? So this one would be heavy hitting because you have two yeah. members of the ro- of of the royal family and different belief systems. That would be. Sorry, it's got to be fired up again, actually. thinking That, that <laughs> is actually it. probably how it. it's going to go, to be honest. Well, mm. it's because, like, I, I heard this theory, and at first I was like, oh, that's that's funny. I didn't take it seriously. But then, like, you hear how the armor talks about Bo-Katan, and she talks about her like they have a history, as yeah. if yeah. as if she's like, she has wronged me personally somehow. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. that, you know, depending on what it is, that could be enough for someone to be like, I'm going to go off over here and create my own kind of Mandalorian because I don't like you anymore. Right. Um, right. You know, like it, it, it's, it is a theory. It is, I would say a pretty wild theory, but I kind of love it because like that would just add so much emotional weight to like, what are these, what are these Mandalorians really fighting for? And, yeah, yeah. you know, in Bo-Katan, we keep saying she's lost so much. Well, like, we don't know anything about the armor. Like, what has she been through? She also has lost her home. She also can't go back to Mandalore. Right. right. Um, you know, and she's taking this very she... extreme approach to things. But, like, what happened to get her here? Because uh-huh. usually it's something. Um, I, this is, like, I I loved Mandalorians before this show. Um, <laughs> but, like, the everything that they're adding to, like, the lore and... Um, all of these issues in their history and what the empire did. I, I love it. Oh, ab- I really, ab- really do. Absolutely. Cause you're talking about all the different, the, the motivations, you know, for those characters yeah. to, to do what they're, what they're doing. And we're getting into the lore. We're getting into the culture more. And mm-hmm. yeah, I was just sitting here thinking, I, you know, it seems crazy. Corky's like legit has an arc in the, in, in Clone Wars. Yeah. We don't know what happened to him. Maybe he, di- no. maybe he died and maybe, and maybe she no. blames, you know, maybe she yeah. blames, yeah. Bo-Katan for that death and that's in the so she's interested in these foundlings and she's mm. trying to grow other children in, into this this group uh children yeah. of the watch like it's just mm-hmm. it <sighs> is um yeah there's there's something there's there's something there for sure so that is yeah. amazing I'm so glad that was brought up <laughs> uh, I'll be referencing it for a while now so that's uh, good <laughs> but uh all right so yeah, any other just sort of uh, as as because I want to get just a quick before I let you go just a quick uh, chat about Bad Batch. But yeah. any other thoughts there as we as we drift away from Mandalorian? You're loving it. Season two was or uh, episode two was uh, was great for you. It, it was, and just to be able to see Bo-Katan holding the dark saber again, using the dark saber oh. again. You know, she knows that it's not hers, but like in in the moment, she knows she needs to use it because she this is how she needs to defeat the what ever the thing is um but i've been waiting so long and wondering if we were ever going to see her have it again and like it's very quick um it's very purposeful and when she's done it's over but it just made me happy because like she has had it before and Mm -hmm. it's a very powerful moment in if you haven't watched star wars rebels again please yeah do that um (laughs) very powerful but yeah so um it just it that really the episode left me feeling like I want the next episode immediately. I do not want oh. to wait a whole week. Um, I know, but yeah, it's yeah. I'm. It's it's gonna get so much better from here because for me, the show started out really good and has just gotten better with every episode and every season. And like, there's so much more good things to come, and I'm so yeah. glad. 
Right, right. It, yeah, it's been it's been a great start. It really, really mm-hmm. has, and and which has got us all hyped. We're like, wow, this is so good right now. Like, where the heck is this going to go? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, fantastic. Okay, so uh, before I let you go, I want to, to talk just quickly about um, Bad Batch, and we'll talk more yeah. general just about it in terms of where it's going. Do you, are you seeing a connection? I mean, the, we're talking about the clones. We're talking about mm-hmm. the Bad Batch, Omega, uh, connections even to Mandalore there, if if mm-hmm. if, if you will, right? I love actually when um, was it was it uh, oh yeah it, so Bo Katan is talking to Boba Fett and she's like I've heard your voice a thousand mm. times or whatever right yeah. and you're like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. he's he's a clone and she was yep. there for all of that it's such a great tie back when they use Bo Katan to tie us back to the Jedi or, or yeah. to or to, to the clones to that era yeah. of Star Wars it's just mm. such a genius thing to do but how are you feeling about Bad Batch and, and what do you think uh, do you think there'll be any sort of tie-ins between what's happening right now because they're going on concurrently at the same time yeah. they're happening yeah, yeah. right now so yeah they yeah. are <laughs> <laughs> oh I you know I thought that I was going to have more of a problem with both of them airing not only at the same time but like they both come out on the same day right so like yeah. I thought it was going to be a problem but it's not only am I loving it but like I almost feel like the episodes they're not lining up perfectly in terms of like theme or anything like that because it's two very different eras two very different shows but what we got in the mandalorian this week and then they hit us with the bad batch just being one of the heaviest star wars animated episodes i've seen in a long time um i love where it's going i love that they're really leaning into like how does someone who thinks they're doing the right thing but aren't doing the right thing like how do you get to them to a point where they realize like i'm on the wrong side of this but now i can't get out um i knew we were going there and i didn't know how long it was going to take but like we've been building up to that and now we're here and Mm -hmm. oh man i i was like i couldn't look away um and it was another instance of like the episode ends and i'm just frozen because i'm like i I have to go to work now. <laughs> I have to yeah. live my life. Like, what is this? Right, right. It was so, and yeah. I mean, both of them back. So the the most recent one, um, the outpost, mm-hmm. crosshair, all, all the stuff that that he is going through. Like you said, yeah. I mean, we knew this was probably going to happen. He was going to go this direction, but yeah. they let it linger. They let him go down this path for a while, mm-hmm. and we follow him. We're like, come on, crosshair. Like, let's like, what is going on? And so we get like really invested in and attached to that. And then we love Omega, and Omega wants him back, and but also that's all you know. Going back to the end of season one, and we just see him come across multiple individuals who they keep choosing, they keep making other choices, and he's like almost yeah. being a little stubborn, like I'm going to stick to mine. This is yeah. my role. This is what I know. This is what I should do. But he's got all these different people around him where he's just like, wow, we are really. It just takes him longer to get to that point where, um, like Commander Cody gets to, or Rex gets to, or or any of these other. Uh, individuals that he's coming across and working with and he sees the mistreatment of clones he sees that the, that their, their place in the empire is vanishing what they fight for is not necessarily good and respectful and we're seeing like mm-hmm. you said the darker side of the empire i mean really we saw it with with mandalore how dark and how evil they can be and in this episode i forget the guy's name but the lieutenant or whatever was an mm-hmm. absolute you know what i mean he yeah. i was like dude Ugh. this is yeah. and i couldn't believe at the end crosshair just went over he was like you're done and just ends yeah. him. I was like, wow. It, yeah. it felt like the remember the 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 first season or I'm sorry, the first episode of this season started off uh like that with um oh uh Ad- Admiral Rampart uh yeah. shot one of the clones, right? Who right, wasn't right, following right. orders. Yeah. 
So or wouldn't change wouldn't change his report. Yeah. 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 Man. Um also, like I, I did have a moment toward the end where I was like, it, is Crosshair dead? <laughs> like, did what? they just kill off this I... character? They didn't. Um right, but right. you have that moment where you're like, Star Wars sometimes does that where someone makes a huge sacrifice or they change they make a major change and then that's it for them. But like it's so much like more impactful now because Crosshair wakes up and he's like, oh, now I'm like, I don't want to be part of this anymore. But he now he absolutely is trapped and yeah. cannot get out. Um, right. Oh, man. But yeah. I, I loved that moment where like it took him like choosing like, OK, I'm going to save this clone. This is important to me. I'm going to, you know, give up everything to do this. And he gets back to the base and, you know, the clone doesn't make it. And he's like, he realizes in that moment that like no one that's he surrounded himself with actually cares um mm -hmm. no one is going to save him no one is going to like he could just it could just be over for him in a second and he just he's had enough um and it's i love how in the other episode that he was in previously in the season it showed him like really doubling down like no i'm not going to change what i'm doing i'm not going like this clone may have decided he's not going to stay but i'm going to stick with it and really show cuz that really showed now and brought us to this point where now we've seen him really like what did it take to break him down to the point where he finally was like i understand now and yeah we don't always get that in star wars because a lot of times it might be a movie and you don't have as much time to do that with a show like this you do have the time to do that you do have the time to sit with the characters and kind of like show like them resisting this change that they're eventually probably going to go through and so that just made it like so emotionally heavy when crosshair finally had that moment where he's like i am doing the wrong thing mm -hmm. i knew i was doing the wrong thing but i didn't think that i could change and now i want to and of course now right. he can't oh right right now yeah it's, it's too late i mean he's yeah and yeah. so and he's he's waking up there um, you you said something too. Star Wars is the thing where we thought we lost we lost him for a second. Mm -hmm. Same thing with uh, what's his now um, Lama Su, Prime Minister. I thought oh, yeah. he was thought he was gone. And and they, yeah. they I think a couple episodes back they bring him back. I'm like uh, I guess I guess we never saw it exactly. We just saw them go in there. Maybe right, they, right, right. They knocked him around a little bit and they they took uh, him prisoner. But yeah. but uh, yeah. So he's he's wrapped up in this whole Mount Tantus uh, situation with the cloning. Mm -hmm. And everything, and there's got to be, there has got to be a connection now with these cloners, Doctor Pershing, right? Who we mm -hmm. saw next yep. to, to Grogu. Every, we, mm -hmm. People have been talking about this. It just seems to be growing, and it, it's. Yeah. I don't know how it's all going to connect, but they got to have yeah. a plan yeah. to have some sort of through line there. Whether it's Omega or it's just like, I I don't know. I I have a feeling the people who are working in this are working on both. So right, you got Dave creating this, and he's also working over here with John. So mm -hmm. these two projects are are connected. Their minds are in yeah. the same place, and they're thinking mm -hmm. about ways to to do that. So, and, and that's one thing I love about Star Wars being as big of a story as it is. It's like it, you know a lot of times where things end up. You we've seen the Rise of Skywalker. We know what Palpatine. We know his plan. We know right. what he wanted to get to. We know how that ends but now they're going backwards which is what star wars does really well is that going backwards and filling in the pieces that make getting to that end point so much richer and so much more satisfying and i love that they're doing that they've been doing it with the mandalorian but also now the bad batch and like mm. we kind of knew that that prob we'd probably get to this point in the show where it would become oh you know the the clones are no longer important to the empire 
but the whole technology that they're based on is really the thing they care about, which mm. is just, the Empire is awful. Have yeah. I mentioned that? In <laughs> yes, all this yes. Episode yet? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, they are. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's the. Do, do you think then, um, just a quick little prediction there, do you think we're going to rescue him? Do you think we're going to find out somehow? Because there's a connection. The, the Zillow Beast, you know, the whole episode mm-hmm. prior to that was like they came across the the um, troopers who are connected to Mount Tantus and the, the project it seems to be. So they're on to something. They're sniffing something, right. which I you I were assuming takes them back there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I almost feel like probably they're going to end up back there not knowing that Crosshair's there. Oh, and then yeah. they reconnect and it's this whole thing Mm -hmm. you know i it's like how do they get back there what kind of like how do they find it you know how what kind of gets them and that's the other thing is like as soon as they go back there they're in huge danger especially omega because that they want her now um or they wanted her before but now again it's um omega is very important and the empire uh would like to have her please and that's Mm -hmm. that's not okay um (laughs) right now right yeah Yeah. I, i love what they've been doing with her character this season and um really like showing like she's you know she's omega she is you know part of the bad batch but she's also just a kid and like trying to figure out like what her purpose is and where she's supposed to be yeah. and yeah. really um the the work on character development in this show is amazing um and animation does it really well because it gives you longer with the characters to do that um which is why not every episode is plot heavy and that's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> um, i, I mm-hmm. like it agree um but I, I hope, you know, she's going to be fine. Like, they're, they're, Star Wars is not going to hurt her. But um, yeah. she's going to go through a lot still. And right. I'm a little worried. But I, th- I think um, her the dad batch is going to protect her. So yeah, the- she'll be fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's exciting. Like you said when we started the episode, there's so much to look forward to. There's so many yeah. things happening uh you've got i mean we got a new game coming out new, new book just came out tons of stuff we're gonna have new episodes two new episodes next week right i mean that they are still going the bad batch is still going for a yeah. while with uh okay yeah. um so just a lot just just really exciting stuff uh we know that uh meg will be writing reviews over on dork side of the forest so be sure that you're uh going over there and, and checking out all of that and actually just again real real quick if you wouldn't mind you know where can folks sort of uh find you on on the internets, you know, where, where are you hovering around at? Yeah. Um, of course you can find me on dark side of the force. Um, I'm writing over there, but also we have a whole team of writers doing all kinds of things. I, I do, I'm doing the Mandalorian reviews, but there's so many, um, other articles going up about like, Hey, do what's the mythosaur? Like, what does this mean? And explaining that kind of thing. Or like, here's a random prediction. Like someone will pitch like a, prediction to me and i'm like i never would have thought of that but i would like you to write about it because that's amazing so all kinds of fun stuff going on there we have people who love the games who love the shows who love the books all kinds of things it's really um a place where you can find all any kind of star wars that you like uh we got it and uh we got it for you and we're working on it um if you want to find any of the other things that i'm doing um i'm sorry to bring you here but i'm on twitter at McDowell. Yeah. And that's where, you know, that's where I'm kind of sharing all the other things that I'm doing, um, whether it be podcasting or writing other things or 
um, just just posting about Bo-Katan and the Darksaber because I love <laughs> those things. Um, yeah, so that's you'll you'll find if you find me there, you will find all of the other things that I'm doing because I just love making things and love talking about Star Wars and I want to share it with all of you. So yeah, yeah, that that is great. I'm, I'm definitely gonna be checking out your uh, your Star Wars books podcast because that's sort of um, not many people go that route and i and i like it because i, I mm-hmm. really think it's you, you can dig in you can dig in deep i love anytime yeah. you can do like a book club and chat about something because there's so many characters and there's so much yeah. um in those and i just i especially get the high republic all the stuff that's going on there i mean you'll be busy for forever i mean it's just like there's yeah. still so much just in literature and books to do that it's it's wild so yeah um, and I, I will be sure. So, friends, be sure to check out all that good stuff. Um, we've got links. I'm going to put all of your links down in the description. That's where I went to as well, your Twitter. It's got everything right there. So, folks, it make does. sure you go go check that out. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, Meg, thank you so much. I honestly, this has been so fun just chatting. And I kind of told you the format of the show is we just rant and gush about Star Wars. Yeah. We just, <laughs> which is, which fits perfect. <laughs> and we're like, that's great. And it just, it's the number of times that you've said, like, I just like Star Wars. I just love talking about it. And it's just like, yes, that is what I'm all about. So um, each week I'm kind of trying to bring on, you know, um, or every other week just a, just a guest and somebody who wants to just come on and just chat and gush and just go crazy. So, um, yeah, and you just you gave me another podcast to listen to in the morning. So I am super, super stoked to, to do that. And I'd love to have you back on at some point if you'd love to, if you wouldn't mind, if you ever have the time. I know you're busy, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> If we ever get a chance, I'd love to have you back on. So thank you so much. Yeah, I, I, this has been so much fun. I love being able to, you know, come fresh off of a new Star Wars and talk about it. And um, I am never too busy to do that. So anytime, anytime you oh, need that's... somebody, anytime you need me, I will be back because this, this is the kind of podcasting I love where it's just people sitting, chilling, talking about Star yeah. Wars because they like it. That is, I'm here for it. Yeah. And hey, that's on the record. That's on the record, folks. So we, we, we got her. She said she'd come back. All right. <laughs> that's my yeah, it, it's a trap. I got her. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Well, hey, again, uh thank you thank you uh so much. Again, friends, go go check that out. Um go leave make a review. Listen uh to her stuff. Check the links down below. Uh just would would love to uh, get get some folks over that way. So again, thank you so much. And friends, we will be back with uh, with more. We got more episodes coming next week. We got books. We got video games coming out. The whole nine yards. So, uh, friends, with that, as always, may the force be with you. Hey friends, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us that review. Check out our extra episodes on Patreon and Apple Premium. This is the way. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.